Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. weird holding this penis it's a weird <laughs> no i feel weird holding this and i finish your sentence by saying penis i feel weird holding this microphone well it feels weird we're gonna have to adjust it well, wait this is you know day one day Kay. one so uh if you are listening to this podcast right now welcome to why ever did we meet or why did we ever meet sorry why did we ever meet uh this podcast is about us um Thank you to the Jabroni U Network for having us, for providing us all of this gear to do this with. Absolutely. Um, we started talking to those to these guys a while ago. I'm on a couple of their podcasts as a guest quite often, and uh, we started talking a while ago, and they thought it would be fun for us to do one. Um, and uh, it's uh, because everybody has like a niche thing. You know, there's wrestling podcasts and comedy podcasts and true crime podcasts and everything in between. Uh, we don't do any of those things. <laughs> uh, but what we do is uh, have children and raise them poorly. Poorly, yes. Uh, <laughs> you don't get to chime in on how, how shitty we are as your parents. Yeah, no, you have zero room to talk. Yeah, you have to say that we're great. You yes. just play your electronic device and shut your yapper, seventh grader. Um, so, so yeah, so uh, we've had for a few years had people tell us, well, it'd be fun if you guys did something. Yes, because I'm so outward and <laughs> and talkative all yes. the time. <laughs> So that's the first thing we'd have to address. Um, if you are already listening to, if you're listening to this, you uh, you might know who I am. Everyone uh, knows here. You. You're the mayor of nothing. That's not true. That is the truth. A little bit, it's true. <laughs> um, so uh, I am Wes Allen, and my wife Ashley. This is my wife Ashley Allen, and you'll listen to us hopefully on a weekly basis. If you already know us. Then you know who we are. You know about our kids. Um, if you vaguely know who we are, uh, you might know us because of movies. Uh, my son and I are involved in several independent films. Um, uh, I I am uh, one of the partners of Sickening Pictures, uh, who's done films such as the upcoming Power Bomb, uh, that stars Matt Cross, myself, my son Cash, who's sitting across the room, uh, Britt Baker. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we've done other things, uh, you know, produced other stuff, such as uh, BJ Colangelo's movie Labyrinth that's coming up. So um, 
so you might know us from that, uh, and uh, and then our involvement with, you know, our friends like the Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling podcast or the PWT cast, where our kids have sort of become characters of their own in that world. <laughs> um, but that's because I'm a loudmouth who needs attention. Yes, absolutely. And, and I am not. Yes. So. <laughs> You should probably explain a little bit of that from your side. Like what? Well, the fact that you. I just quietly sit in the background and uh, just watch. And ignore. And ignore. Yes. I don't ignore that much. I just have a very keen ability to to shut everything off. Yes. Your your damaged upbringing (laughs) has given you a superpower. Yes. Yes. A superpower that me and my brother have. Yes. And what is that superpower? We can just turn it off. Mm -hmm. Just shut the world out. Like a light switch, if you will. Emotionally unavailable. That's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so what we're going to talk about is uh, us. We're going to talk about our world, our life, um, raising kids and being married and all the the weird shit that floats in, in between all that. Everything that that we uh we do and have done together so it might be specific topics um it might just be you know we should really do this because uh something crazy happened this week and that's what a whole episode will be about down the line our plan is to uh interview and sit down with our friends that have interesting lives uh we know lots of people in lots of various worlds uh that are in relationships that both happen to work in a specific niche environment together mm-hmm. um and we're gonna sit down and talk to them those people about their relationships about th- those of them that have children we'll sit and talk to them about raising kids i have a fear we'll come out of that going oh we fucking suck at raising kids <laughs> <laughs> um so Outside of that, I figured if we're going to do this and if somebody is going to just now, uh, if they only know us from the Internet, <laughs> I figure they should probably know a little bit of our origin story. OK. How much do you remember? How long have we been together? Oh, my God. How, how many years <laughs> have we been together as, as a couple um, dating through marriage? Oh, we got married in 2006. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I remember that is because that's the same year Cash was born. <laughs> Because you got pregnant on our wedding night. Oh, right, right. Yes, yeah. It was right? very, very, we're very religious. And yes. yeah, we made sure to keep it tight, we, for sure. <laughs> keep it tight. Um, so uh, <sighs> so we got married in 2006. We started dating in 04? Uh, maybe. Like 03, 04? Maybe 04? Uh, but you and I were friends before that. Yes, yeah. Um, friends when we first met we worked together at the same place and yes. uh you were how old were you you were a uh, senior in high school or you just finished your senior year i don't know you were, i may have i don't think i was still in high school you'd finished high school i think so i what think year I had would that have been i graduated in 2001 okay and we met uh as co-workers mm-hmm uh and uh so we were at a job where we were kind of you know thrust in situations where we were working together Um, yes so right away it's like well you got to get to know that person yes 
and I was uh, a bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> you were terrifying. Bit of, bit of a <laughs> bit of a rebellious streak in me. I was probably like, um, because we're three years. There's three years between us. Yes. So I was 21, 22 years old. 22 years old. Around there. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably 22, 21, 22 years old when we met. Just making some really rascally life decisions. Uh, I was pretty steeped in playing in bands. I was. That's another thing. I played music for a long time. So um, that kind of consumed my life. Um, and, of course, you want to look the part and live the part. Because <laughs> you think you're going to fucking be a rock star. Yeah. And that shit's not going to happen. You looked so, you were so scary. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yes. Go on, tell me about that. You were just really, I mean, but you were always very nice, but you were, I mean, so we should probably, we worked at a daycare. We did, yeah. It was a So that's child, a little pants shitter detail. Yeah, it was a child care center that, mm -hmm. that we worked at mm -hmm. because you were no longer in school, but I was going to school for education. No, I was in school. Were I wasn't you? studying education. Were you still in school Yeah, I was still point? in school, yeah. I was enrolled. Okay. <laughs> but I I was enrolled in the school of drugs. <laughs> so it was probably around like that summer of 2001 then when we met. Yeah, I would say so. Before I started school or maybe it was even maybe 2002. No, it was no one because it was before you started school because I we had a discussion about where you were going to school and we were going to the same college. Okay. So yeah, then I was going for education, but I hadn't started yeah. yet. Yes, you but, were enrolled as well. Okay. Preparing for your freshman year. Okay. Um, as I recall. Okay. I was a few years in already. Um, <laughs> and uh, hanging on by the skin of my goddamn teeth. Just, just well, a real fuck up. For me to not even know that you were still in school at that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's how little I went to class. <sighs> Okay. Um, and I was more worried about playing music and, and putting chemicals in my body and, and having a good time. And I was very much not that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you might want to explain a little bit of that. What? Just being raised by very strict. Overbearing parents. Yes. Yes. There yeah. we go. Yeah, you can. I'll talk shit about them. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you, dad, you got a you got a cop dad. Yeah. You got a helicopter mom. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You had a curfew still. Oh, I had a curfew all the way through college. Well, so I went to and college so for. Out. Yeah, no. I went to college for three years mm -hmm. technically. Mm -hmm. I had just started my third year when they decided to drop the major that i had gone into oh and, yeah that's right yep yeah so i just quit pull yeah they pulled the rug out from under you um plus i really didn't want to go anyway at that yeah, point sure. i was just done um but yeah i just i still had a curfew yeah yeah for sure but we because started I still hanging lived, out right but i still lived at home so that was the problem yeah. because i was not allowed to live on campus no that was a big fat no was it because you were a whore? I was never a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
No. No. Um, it's just because your parents are fucking lunatics. One I mean, in general. Yeah, one specifically. Yes. Your mother. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we had, like, so there was, uh, there's only three years difference, but, like, we were living much different lives. Yes. So, we, at that point, we were just, like, co-workers who were friendly, and then we became friends. We hung out. Yes. Yep. Actually, you like, wanted me to come to shows and, and yeah, I invited be, you all the time. And I was always like, I have a curfew, I can't, mm-hmm. I have to be home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I always invited you. Yes, you did. If we played locally, I said, hey, you know, we're playing here, there, you're, and and probably like gave you flyers and shit. But um, and I did come to one. You, I think I you was came, at one breakup show. You came to I think our our record release party. That may have been it. I think so. Okay. Um, uh, that's another interesting layer. We were both engaged to other people at, at a certain point in our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, all hung out as couples together. We, yeah. We did. Did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, did? Yeah, we did. I guess I, I, I remember, I mean, I remember being with you and, and, yours all the time but i don't remember mine being around when he was around yeah uh before before he went off uh, went off off to the (laughs) um whatever he did air Uh, force air force sure um so yeah uh and then you know you and i got to be pretty close friends Mm -hmm. we were best friends yeah um and it was that like it's weird because I, I don't remember, like, a specific moment where we went, oh, okay. No, I don't either. But I remember, like, do you remember, like, how we started intersecting when we realized, like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, how we wanted to, <laughs> what, what what triggered, like, oh, I want to be with you? No, I don't. I don't really either. I feel like it just was a natural thing. It just thing. happened. Yeah, and, it, and then it was when we kind of made that realization of like because it was kind of a big deal because it was our circle of friends because at that point like i was in a dead relationship and like we weren't together anymore but we were sharing a lease right <laughs> so you know i'm sleeping on the couch yeah um and it was and a matter mine of like been long gone. you were long split up yeah um so this is like oh four i want to say this has got to be around oh four when this played out Probably. Um, so like we were, so we were living, uh, I, we weren't living together. You and I weren't even together. I was living with my ex. It had to have been 2004. Because, because your it, friend, didn't your friend move? Your yes. best friend moved in 04. Yes. And Brian graduated from high and school too. your brother too. graduated high school and yep. then your dad left your mom. Yeah. All in the same. It was a real firestorm of major <laughs> life events that played out. So much fun. It was yes. such a great time in, it was. <laughs> in my life. At least us, this was a bright spot. For sure. Yeah. Um, But it was, yeah, it was 04 when that all happened. And we just sort of realized, like, you know, we, oh, I want to, you're who I want to be with. Mm-hmm. I, this is what makes me happy. Yep. And what was weird about it was we all had this, we had this group of friends. That was our crew that we ran around with. And it was a real, like, oh, okay. 
and it, everybody was a little nervous because when two people in a group of friends start dating, it can be it can be very uh, confusing and make people nervous because it can change the dynamic of the group. Oh yeah, for sure. But it didn't really change the dynamic of the group. We all still ran around together. We were all still drunk all the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, you and I then became a couple. We And it mm-hmm. just, our life sort of uh, then escalated into, we were together, we moved in together. Um, you moved into my mother's house. Yes. For a short amount of for time. For a short period of time to help with the you chaos. and your brother yep. <laughs> with that chaos of dealing with that but then it wasn't too long after that that we, we moved. moved out yeah 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 it was and it was just a brief stay to get that situated we got an apartment we moved mm-hmm. out um in hindsight like like because i went there because you were miserable you needed help you needed reinforcement mm-hmm. yeah uh as did your brother um i because at that period of time like i moved out of I moved out of the place I lived in, and um, and then I, you know, I was I could have just moved in with my folks until I found an apartment, but but, no. but you needed backup. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and that's why I was there. So then we moved to an apartment together. Yeah, and um, we, we had at that point we were taught we knew we were going to get married. Mm-hmm. We'd been together for a ye- at least uh, what a year, probably yeah, or a year in at this point. Yeah. Okay. So we knew we were going to get married, and we were in the. We were talking about it and like what we wanted to do, you know, like how we, well, kind of like no, our kind of planning a wedding. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, oh, well, this would be fun to do this and that. Yeah, and then we found out that we were pregnant. <laughs> And then we found out that I was working a fucking miserable job. You were. I was working. But I was, too. Yes. Uh, you were a daycare working. administrator. No, I wasn't the administrator yet. I was just working you at just a- You a teacher? Yeah, I was just a teacher at a daycare. And I was working a third shift job uh, at, a, at a factory, working overnight, yep. 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Just fucking miserable. It was the worst. It was the drizzling shits. <laughs> It was awful. Um, but. And then you found out. And, and to, so to pile on to a shitty situation. Yes. You're pregnant. Uh-huh. We're not in a situation to have a child. Nope. Um, and this is, it's interesting because people now are like, oh, how could you bring a child in the world? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It just happens. It just happened. <laughs> and we rolled with it. I had a, uh, a little girl at the daycare tell me that I was pregnant. Do you remember that? Yeah, tell that story. So, I mean, I was fine. I had felt completely fine. It you weren't sitting around going, oh, shit, I think I'm pregnant. No, it yeah. was like the last thing on my in my brain. Mm-hmm. And a little girl at the daycare that I worked at said, Miss Ashley, there's a baby in your belly. She a, uh, <laughs> she a witch? <laughs> she might have been a witch. <laughs> and I, I looked at her and I said, no, there's not. Did you slap her? No, I didn't slap her. I said, no, there's not a baby in my belly. And she said, yes, there is. There's a baby in your belly. And you took a shit, and you're like, eh, No, it was, it was a food baby. 
Uh, so that day, because then it, it made me start thinking, like, well, wait a minute. I don't. Why the fuck would you let a like a four year old convince you you're pregnant? <laughs> but well, she was so convincing. So she still was in at an active age where she could poop her pants regularly, and nobody would. No, bat she an was eye. not. No, she was not. Um. So then I I left work that day and went and got a pregnancy test, and it was immediately positive. <sighs> So then I called my boss and I told her what was going on and her and her roommate went and bought like 10 more tests because they're like, there's no way. And I took all of them. Which is a fucking preposterous idea that there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> We'd been together for a few years at this point. <laughs> um, yep. I took all of them and sure enough, they were all very, very positive. Mm-hmm. And I called you at work. We, this was like before we had... I, we may have had cell phones, but, like, you didn't have one that was, like, on you all the time. No. no. Well, I couldn't have it on me all the time. So I could not get a hold of you. I had yeah. to call the factory to have someone get, you know, tell you that you needed to call me. Yeah. And I called you and told you that I was pregnant. Yeah, man. At work. <laughs> yeah. That was fucked up. Yep. Um, it wasn't fucked up. It was a, uh, oh, my God. Oh my god, we're going to have a kid cuz we were the first ones in our group to have a kid. Yes, we were. And at that point, we none of us were ready to stop being selfish. Oh, so yeah, it was no. a bit of an eye opener. Yep. Uh and and honestly, it took us a few years to really like <laughs> get get it figured out, you know. So we went from kind of loosely planning a wedding maybe towards the end of the year yeah, no we were definitely like planning it yeah because i think this was probably wasn't this in like march or april might have been because i hadn't even purchased we were gonna have a wedding in october yeah it was october and uh you found out you were pregnant i think it was you'd already did you have a dress already no this was towards okay. the end of march that we found out or maybe it, it was in march i'm pretty sure it was in march okay and yeah, we went from planning a wedding maybe in October to oh, we need to do this right now. Yeah, yeah. So we bumped it up and uh, we moved it to June. We moved it to June. <laughs> um, and uh, planning a wedding in two months. It March, was a banger. April, yeah, you whipped Three through that months, pretty maybe. quick. Oh yeah. no, it was technically two months because it was beginning of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And planning a wedding in two months while you're pregnant, mm-hmm. but feel okay. Like, I honestly, it was super easy to yeah, be pregnant. Yeah, Cash pregnant wasn't terrible. Yeah, no. It was, you had high it was, blood pressure. That was towards the end. Yeah. But that's because I thought, hey, I'm pregnant. I can eat and do whatever I want. <laughs> that's why yeah. I'm still fat. You're not fat. You're a um, itty bitty lady. Uh, so we. Uh, Although the rumor is. You look like the lady from It, too, yeah. chapter two. <laughs> That's according to Roxy. <laughs> Thanks, Roxy. Hmm. Um, anyway, so planning a wedding um, yeah, in planning two a wedding. months mm-hmm. with um, be, and being pregnant and with parents that can't be in the same room as one another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. Um, now, 
My folks were a big help. They were as a huge they've help. always been, and we should have listened to them. And I, I still because what were they trying to get us to do? They just wanted us to go elope. They just wanted us to go away. They just said, "You guys go. Yep. You go do where go wherever you got to go. Yep. We'll give you some money. Yep. Just tell us where you're at and what you're doing. Yep. Which is what I wish we would have done. Yeah, hindsight, that absolutely. Is, that is probably my biggest regret yes. with our with our wedding, 100%. with our relationship, like in general yeah is that we didn't just go elope right we could if we could go if we could change it if we could turn it around we wouldn't have had that wedding no we had a great reception with our friends it was so much fun we all got fucking hammered well our wedding pictures but looked like a miller high life commercial um or a gay nightclub it did yeah it did get pretty um gay centric yep uh Early on. Er, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty early into the events. Um, but yeah, it was if we could if we could reverse all this, we wouldn't have done it. And and I encourage people to Oh my gosh. Because we don't give a shit about the institution of marriage. It's incidental to who we are and as a couple. I think we I think that we did it largely because we knew for insurance reasons. We right. could we could cover yes. some things, yeah. And that's just that's just uh, emblematic of a fucked up system. Well, in yeah. the country we yeah. live in. Yes, but that's beside the point. Um. So we had the wedding. We got you know we we got married and it really wasn't much of a change because we didn't have a honeymoon. No, nope. because we didn't have the money and nope. we were just you know so it was literally like we're going back to work. Pretty much, we and, went because uh, your cousin was graduating from yeah. high school, so we went to. To D- DC, yeah, we went to DC with family just yeah. for that. But that was, that was really it. Mm-hmm. We just came back and went to work, and yeah, yeah, and and it was life as normal because we were planning for a child at that point. Yep. And um, so you know, and and all the while, like I'm still playing in bands. I'm still playing music. Yep. And uh, having stupid aspirations that would never come to fruition because. It's idiotic to think you're ever going to make it in music. Um, <laughs> no, that's terrible. Chase your fucking dreams. Yeah. Um, I just didn't, you know, didn't get mine. Um, so um, that's not true. Like, you know, what you think you want and what you end up with are very are very different things. And and fortunately for us, what it led to was in uh, in a in a couple months. Uh, you know, so we're, we're prepping, right? So yeah. Cut to. The fall comes. Um, I'm, I'm not working. I'm working. You get taken off of work yep. because of the high blood pressure high situation. High blood pressure and so I'm working. Preeclampsia and all that fun stuff. And just we're just terrified of um, of the whole situation because yeah. we don't know what we're doing. No, no and clue. Th- that is the most. The only advice I think you and I ever give people with kids because we tend to not give people advice because. It doesn't fucking matter. You're going to do what you got to do to get by. Exactly. You do the best you can. Yep. But I think the only thing we ever tell people is don't listen to anybody. Yeah. You're not going to be able to know. You're not going to do shit until that child. Yeah. You don't know what to do. No. Until the kid shows up. Yeah. And even then you really don't know what to do. You just do whatever helps. Whatever makes the situation. It's situational. Better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't. One thing we've learned in raising kids is. We don't tend to judge how other parents do things, unless you know, unless you're beating your kid or neglecting them. Then I'm gonna be like, mm, you're not good at this. No, <laughs> but 
it's a struggle. Yeah. No matter you, there's no prepping for it. There's no prepping or mastering the art of parenting. It's rolling with the punches. And for us, that was from day one. Yeah. We were not in a situation where we were ready to bring it that kid in, and and then you know come December fourth. Yep, here he was. Here he was. Uh, my a little little uh, uh, factoid there. My birthday is December third. <laughs> you started having some well, gnarly contractions December third. Well, he was due uh, November twenty sixth. Was it? N- yeah. Was it 26? He was due on her birthday. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I don't think it was. I think he was he was due. Or the 23rd? Was he yeah, due was the 23rd? Yeah, it was earlier because I was very overdue. Yeah. Very, very overdue. Um, yeah. And we had set um, his things were, it was over a week that yeah. I was overdue. Yeah. Yes. And um, they were going to induce me. Yes. It wasn't until, um, like, the next couple days, right? I believe so. Something like that, yeah. Um, so then what happened was we went um, we went and had dinner. At my folks. Yep. Yeah, my mom made a dinner and a birthday cake for me. And you were just a fucking balloon. I was huge. <laughs> I was so... Yeah. God, I was really big with him. Yeah, you ate a lot of Chinese takeout and a lot of uh, Mediterranean food, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. yep. And, uh, yeah, no, I barely ate any meat. I hated oh, it. Yeah. It was disgusting. The, the, sight, the sight of meat of any sort. Yeah. Which made, is interesting because we, we don't eat any now. No. Uh, but the but sight of it made you he doesn't want to eat throw up a whole lot of and it. Our, yes, and our son, who you were pregnant with at the time, doesn't eat very much meat, and uh, I, I think you can correlate that to the fact that it has to be. I yeah. think it has to be. Yeah. Um. So then we went. Uh. What was what was the movie that came out? Oh. <laughs> so we, you're just miserable. You're having contractions, and you're miserable. And we, Clerks Two came out yes. on DVD. Yes. And on so, DVD, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're like, well, let's go. Let's let's take a drive, get you moving. Because there was that whole like, oh, you ride, drive on a bouncy road so you can yep. get shit kickstarted. Yeah. Or fucking, just go walk around. Oh yeah, and, like that's yeah. the fucking the dumbest thing. <laughs> we did. We went and got it. Came back nothing other than you're just continuously having contractions. Yeah. So, some. So, so we watched the movie. Yep. We stayed up late. We watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, went to bed. Went to bed and around three three a.m. I woke up to you. I went to the bathroom. I got up to go to the bathroom, and I think that's when my water broke. No, your water well, broke in the bed. <laughs> well, so I think it started. It it broke in the bathroom mm-hmm. when I was peeing, mm-hmm. and then I just went back to bed because I really didn't think too much of it. I just went back to bed and laid down. And when I laid down, then the rest came out. <laughs> Which at this point I'm laying in. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And you said, uh, you woke me up. You're like, my water broke. And I got up. I'm like, oh, okay. So I like jump in the shower. You got in the shower. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I think it's fine. But I was in excruciating pain. So I took pain. a shower because you're like, no, everything's good. I get out. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just hun- 
hunched over, just this, you look like a backwards turtle. Just, you were a, you were a goddamn mess. Yeah, yeah. No pain. I got out of the shower and you look like you were dying. It was, I'm like, I was what like, the fuck is going on? So much and then you insisted on taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I went, I think I need to take a shower. I, I thought was like, it would I ha- feel like you're okay. You're like, no, I really should because I don't know what this is going to do. Cut to like five minutes later, you're in the catcher's position in the bathroom, posting yourself up. Oh. And, and you, uh, you somehow got through the shower. Yep. Yeah, it was so. It was rough, but I'm glad that I did. wasn't good, wasn't good, but we got through it. Yep. Headed got... to the hospital where you proceeded to be in labor for 12 hours. Well, yeah, I got to the hospital and I was only dilated like one centimeter. Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. fuck is that? Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's what that is. Yeah, you were pretty. Considering how pissed. much pain I was in, and that but my they water knew. had broke. Like that's what's fucked. Well, that was the thing. They knew you were in labor. Well, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Well, yeah, your water broken, but you'd only dilated a little bit. And yeah. uh, you were like right away, like give me some fucking drugs. No, 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 I was not. <laughs> yes, you were. Because I, I got in there. You didn't turn their offer down. Well, no, I, I wanted to wait because I didn't want to get an epidural. I wanted to do the whole thing as naturally as possible. Mm, yeah, no, I really you, did. you gave them the green light right away. Um, Trust we me. got, we got to the hospital, and I started throwing up because mm-hmm. the pain was so intense that i just was barfing everywhere and i had no like i I have no i'm horrified i'm so scared (laughs) because i i'm just terrified at the idea of like i have to raise a child and i'm basically i'm an idiot i wasn't a child i was a grown-ass man (laughs) but i was an idiot Uh no business trying to raise somebody yeah uh so they let me go for a little bit um, mm-hmm. I mostly just wanted to, cause once I, once I heard that I was only dilated a centimeter, I was like, well, what does that exactly mean? Like, am I going to be able to get some sleep yeah. or to like yeah. relax or anything? Cause this is going to take a while if it's only a centimeter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they gave me something. 12 to help hours. Me. <laughs> they gave me something to help me just rest. Yeah. It wasn't an epidural, but it was just something to help me. They gave you some sort of pain thing that helped you fall asleep, and you did a fucking heroin nod off. Well, I don't take medication. No, well. you're not good with meds. <laughs> uh, they put that in you, and you were done. I was asleep. I, I got some. I got some out. sleep, but out. I was still having contractions as I slept, mm-hmm. which you could clearly see on my face. Yes. Um, and then, after twelve hours of labor, Cash got stuck. Yeah, I well, I stopped progressing. You stopped progressing, and they said, he's... which I think was the pitocin. I think that was everything. I think it was just a mixture of everything. I but think... they said he was stuck specifically. Those mm-hmm. were their exact words. He's yep. stuck. Yep. And so they whisk you away. My body apparently is not meant for natural childbirth, which yes. is some bullshit. They whisk you away, mm-hmm. and I'm left sitting there. And they come in, and your doctor comes in, and she's like. Here, put these scrubs on. I'll come back to get you in a little bit. And I put I put the scrubs on, and I'm sitting there because I know I'm going to go in. And I just started sobbing. <laughs> I just started bawling. Wow. Because I, I was scared for you. Well, yeah. Because I, mean, I didn't know where the fuck you were. Yeah, no. And you were in perfectly capable hands. I don't know that. Right. I had not slept. I had no sleep. No, yeah. Uh, you'd been sleeping all day. I got no sleep. 
I realized after the fact that I went, I went like 30 hours before I, I slept. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I had a, uh, a straight 30 hours with no sleep. That's totally, fun. totally worth it, obviously. <laughs> but they came and got me and they take me in there with you and they've got that fucking sheet up, you know? Right. And they you... strap you down too, by the way, when you're having a C-section. Yes. At least your first one. Yeah. And you were so like, I, they brought you in there and it just, it was, it broke my heart because you were so scared. I was terrified. That was the last thing that I wanted. Your, your teeth were chattering. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the, that's that the, the epidural that though. That was the epidural. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you asked, you know, is everything okay? And I held your hand. I, I made some jokes and yep. made you laugh. Tried to make me laugh. Um, tried i did oh i'm very sure okay very funny and i'm very charming how dare you Mm -hmm. um i saw your insides oh i did too i saw cash before he came out Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. uh that big giant Mm -hmm. light um that's right above the operating table they basically simulcast yeah (laughs) it's a mirror and i could i told you i said i can see everything yep and yeah i saw him before he came out Mm -hmm. so so little buddy so <laughs> comes out and he has the biggest fucking cone head. Oh my god. <laughs> of all time. He was so stuck. Of all time. <laughs> he was so he stuck. He was so stuck in your birth canal that it turned his head into, into a sugar cone. Yeah. I mean he was he was a it had a like and when they and I was freaked out and because they were like, You wanna cut the umbilical cord? And I went over to do it, and I go, what the fuck's wrong with his head? <laughs> and they're all like, oh, <laughs> like, they're laughing. Like, don't laugh at me, stupid bitches. Tell me what's wrong. Yeah. And they're like, he got stuck. It's he's, it's a baby head. It's gonna, yep. It'll be gone in hours. Yep. And so th- we take him, and they're like, we got to sew mom up. Will you come with him to get cleaned up? Yeah. And he's crying. He's just crying and crying. And I'm holding his hand, and he's uh, he's crying. And I'm holding his hand. They're cleaning him off, and he was not happy nope. about that. He was not happy that he's whisked away, and he's they're cleaning him. And uh, he was oh, he was mad. He was mad. Yes, he was he mad. Was. He was mad. And they get him all wrapped up. And then they come came and said, "Mom's sewn up. She's back in the room. Let's take the baby down there." Well, yeah, because I was having some problems you, as well. You were you were had some struggles, and then you had some. You were right away. You were. There was emotional things because they took the baby away yes. immediately. Yep. But there were some blood pressure issues. And yes. they were really afraid that I was going to have a stroke. Yes. <laughs> so they wanted to get all that under control, um, which I didn't know about till after the fact. Yeah. Uh, thank God, because yeah. I, I would have flipped out. Yep. Um, so we go in the room and no shit. They take that baby. They take Cash, who's crying. His little bundle, he's crying. They set him on your chest and right away. He stopped crying. Yep. Looked you in the eye. Over. Done. He's not crying. No. And he looked you in the eye. Yeah. As best he could, he looked you right in the eye. Yep. And crying was over. And, of course, everybody in the room starts bawling. <laughs> um, and uh, and that was, that was uh, the first step into, oh, shit. Well, now he's here. He's been my little mother boy he is your mother boy little norman bates yep ever since yeah you guys ever since that first you guys have a very strange relationship (laughs) um and i 
like because you got to spend a couple of years at home with him. I did, but that was because uh, um, because the system is fucked, that's and that's right. going to come up from time to time on this podcast. <laughs> uh, how much we hate uh, hate the these systems and how they work against parents. Oh, they work for against sure. people. Yes, they do. Uh, because uh, yeah. the government hates you. They yes. hate your children. Yes. They hate poor people. Oh yeah, and we were. And we were poor. Poor. People. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it was not choice that I. I mean, it was. No, it I, was. It was a. It was. I, it was I a did catch want 22. to. Yeah, I, I of course wanted to stay home with him. Stay with yeah, he. It was so much fun, and I would much rather. I mean, I was already taking care of kids anyway. I would much rather yeah. just stay with mine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. It was because I had to. Yeah. It was, uh, can we afford the daycare? No. With our incomes? No. Okay. Can, can we, we get help? Can we get help? No, you make too much money you for help. You make too much money to get any sort of assistance. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't what make can we any do? sense. I guess one of us works, one of us stays home, yep. and you, and you, we, you stra- you're strapped. St- oh, yeah. You struggle. Yeah. We struggled, and I think that's why... Unlike a lot of people, because we are obviously like life turned out good for us. We're very lucky. Yes. Um, but, but it's also why we believe in social services and uh-huh. systems for people. Absolutely. Because people do work hard. Yes. To, to try, do their best for their families. Yep. And the and these structures are like, nah, you can go fuck yourself. We don't mm-hmm. like that you're poor. Yeah. And I, so, you know, I like I, I look at that as it's hard to. It's hard to figure it out. The kid shows up. You're trying to do all the right things. You're trying to, you know, balance this and and you don't you don't know if you're good at it. You don't know like if you're handling the financials correctly cuz we didn't we weren't. It was hard. It was, yeah. You're just pay, paycheck to paycheck, day to day. Yep. You get a little bit better as you go. You get a little bit better. Yep. You get a little wiser. It goes um, very slow. Yeah, but we honestly we had no fucking clue what we were doing. It was our life has been a real crazy whirlwind type thing and uh what is she whispering in your ear i don't know i could not hear her uh cash go see what your sister's doing um so you know and and now we cut to now cash is 13 Mm -hmm. he has a seven-year-old sister named roxy who uh will will cover that too one day but um cash is what set us off on Cash made us grow up. Yeah, he made us grow up real fast. Mm-hmm. And we were adults. It's oh, plenty of absolutely. people had children when we had children. Yeah. Um, those we people were... maybe were more mature and, and less selfish than we were. Well, I think we are kind of in a weird... I was a... fucking selfish. You're not a selfish person. No, I but you were... 100% am selfish. We are... This day and age, we're still in a rare group of people that... We did have kids pretty young. Yeah, youngish. Youngish. Yeah, for sure. Because now people, I mean, people have kids when they're so much older. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, because I was 23 in, when Cash was born. We're in that last wave of people. Yeah, that have them young. Had them younger. Yeah. Young, yeah. Because um, I'm, you know, I'm 40 now. Yeah. And Cash is 13. Ugh. And that's about. So gross. That's not nice. 40? That's I'm not Ugh. 40. I'm. All right, I, I, don't, a, I don't have to stand for this. I have to trade you in. Trade <laughs> me in? Yeah, yeah, because you're not damaged goods whatsoever. 
I they don't mm-hmm. want the your no. hornet's nest mm-hmm. of emotional unavailability. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. at it, fellas. Um, <laughs> or gals. I don't know. Mm. You know. Uh rock how you want. But yeah, there's um there's definitely like a there's def- definitely an aspect of of our life where because i'm 40 and cash is 13 i feel like that's a decent balance yeah i think so i think a few years older and i i don't i i don't know that i would have been any more prepared no if i if i really stopped to think about it i don't know that i we were any more prepared no one is maybe you would have been no no you don't think so i'm super pissed that considering how young I was that my body didn't bounce back like everybody else's but you uh you're fine, so- no. fine. <laughs> uh calm down you got a yoga bod you're doing just fine at, at how old are you 37 36 uh, you'll be 37 I'll be 37 yeah you'll be 37 I don't know um but yeah it, I, I don't know that I don't know that three more years I would have been any more no. Like, uh, you know, full of wisdom. Yeah, no, now. definitely not. No. We would have just continued doing exactly what we were doing. Getting fucked up whenever we felt like getting fucked up. <laughs> you may, getting oh, takeout no, food whenever we, we felt like getting We did do ta- dumb shit. Oh, my yeah. God. It was fun. Was we so had stupid. fun. And it was, uh, it, it was a weird way to, it was a weird way to get your life started <laughs> as a couple. But I think we're not alone in that. I think a lot of people start their life like that. That's the point of this podcast. I hope that it finds people that either in the midst of that or or and are feeling maybe a little alone that they can go. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. No, we no. There are people that uh, lots of people or people that went through it that can relate. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because we talk to people that that, you know, that were older than us that had kids and like, yeah, yeah, that's that's how that goes. That's how this goes. And now, you know, we're doing things like navigating the waters of having a a teenager. Oh, so weird. Uh, And they're, you know, and and the ups and downs of having a teenager in the house. And um, there's. I think right now we have it very easy because we have a male teenager. We're in the sweet spot at the moment. I mean, he sucks. With but the like, male he doesn't teenager. Suck. Yeah, he doesn't suck anymore than we any other We have a before. few more years until we have a female teenager in our house. And then we're going to burn it down. Mm, yeah, yeah. That'll be bad news, Bears. <laughs> um, but like right now, you know, even, even at his worst. And that's the thing. Like people love cats. People think Cash is fun. They think he's this great kid. He's still a dickhead like every other 13-year-old. Oh, yeah. He's still an asshole. He's still shitty to his parents. His room's a shithole. He doesn't – he has poor hygiene. He He's just a real fucking jerk off. But by and large, he's a damn good kid. Oh, he's the best. Who we are immensely proud of. Yes. Don't let his presence online fool you. <laughs> he is as big of an asshole as every other 13-year-old. Yeah, Roxy cannot and believe that you're saying these Roxy awful things is about seven. her brother. Roxy is... Are you kidding me? You're a wonderful child. No, I'm not. You are. You're a sweet angel. No. And I love you. No, I'm not. Um, and, and people will 
get to know the kids a little bit more because we're going to let them. They're, inevitably, they're going to do what they're doing right now and yep. be in the way. Yep. They're just they'll, in they'll here. Be, they'll just, just be listening. here crawling up our ass, trying to listen to everything we say. Roxy's and, trying and, to tell me secrets. And to address this, yeah, we say lots of dirty words in front of oh, our kids. Oh, yeah. It's just we. It's how we are. It's, we say terrible things around them. We say terrible things to them. Yeah, we're a shit-talking family, all four it's of us. It's just how we it's, function. It's, a lot of, it's what we do. It doesn't work for everybody. It works for us. <laughs> because there's there's one thing in all of this. You know, starting from our first date, fart, our, us. <laughs> you just a, said fart. <laughs> did I say fart? <laughs> our fart day as a couple. Our, for us being a couple to now. The one thing, everything we fuck up in between, and we're going to talk about lots of the things we fucked up in the history of this pod, as this podcast goes on. But over over time, I feel like our unit, the four of us, have gotten okay. Okay, you don't have to kiss me, son. All right. Aww. Okay. Thank you. I love you. I think I think we got to be a close unit because we survive things together because we've been in some pretty shit situations we have we've we've gone down some shitty roads together every family does oh we're for not, sure we're not separating ourselves as a as our situation is different than other people no definitely not but all we know is ours we mm -hmm. know our situation and we can talk about our situation and if it can help somebody else through a situation you know yeah. they're they're struggling their family their kids being their kids fucking things up for them and making life difficult. You're not alone. No. That's what kids do. That's what all kids do. And it's not a it's not easy. There is no book. There is no method that will ever properly help you handle this. No. You make it up as you go. Yep. You put band-aids on certain situations to survive them. Yep. You put your fucking head down and you do your best to make sure that your kids have what they need to be normal functioning humans. <laughs> yes. I'm normal. Um, uh, I wouldn't say anybody in this house. <laughs> I wish you could see the look she just gave him. Um, I don't believe anybody in this house is normal. I don't think how I don't think how our family addresses a situation is normal. And a lot of times it's not even right. Oh, for sure. Most of the time we handle things wrong. <laughs> and then we go, well, that's on fire. How do we make sure we don't set that on fire next time? Yeah. Um, but I also, and if you disagree with this, tell me. If you disagree, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clothesline you off the couch. No, you're not. <laughs> what, is the, what is the only thing, what is the only thing we feel is important? as parents that your kids see in you what do we want our kids to see in us as their parents oh that we love each other that we love each other yep. that's our go-to absolutely that, that's it if you if your kids see that you love each other that you care about each other it is genuine absolutely don't fake it but um i never saw love in my parents okay ever but, so yeah it's very important that they know that their parents love one another. Yeah, I agree. And our, we want our kids to know we love each other. And if they know that, they know that, like, you know, I live in a home that's 
the foundation of it is love. And if you live in that house where the, you have that strong foundation where, like, you no matter how shitty things get, we got each other. Mm-hmm. We got our team. We had some shitty stuff go on, on the la- in the last year in our family. Ugh. And what did we do? The four of us banded together. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we've got, we have wonderful friends. Our friends are our family. Oh, we absolutely. We don't have very close relationships with our extended family. Love some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but by and large we don't have a close relationship with a lot of our extended family so for no. us our friends are our family yeah those are the people that we trust with our children we trust you know we look out for each other together and um, they were wonderful in this last year of, of chaos but at the end of the day the four of us the Allen Club pulled together yeah, Rox, you can go yeah. get yourself some popcorn. Your brother can get off his ass no. and help you. She doesn't need more. Cash, go make her a ham sandwich. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the other thing. They're going to get to hear us do that. When people hear that, really? they're going to know that we're trying to shush them the fuck up. <laughs> because I don't want to repeatedly go, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're recording a podcast. <laughs> that's parenting in 2020. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Mom and dad are recording a podcast. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or we get those the, those lucky interactions where parents tell their kids to shut the fuck up in movie theaters. Those are my we, favorites. Should we, should we tell that story? We should. So, uh, Black Friday. Yes, it was Black Friday. It was Black Friday. We went to the movies. Cash was at his lady friend's house for her family's Thanksgiving. Yep. So, we took... Roxy. Uh, we took Roxy to the movies, and um, and we took her to see Frozen two. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and it's it's stadium seating, and we sit down, and we're behind a family. It took up a whole row. Wasn't it, it? Yeah, and it was a weird mix of people, because there were like two adults at the end, uh-huh. and then a child, uh-huh. and then an adult, uh-huh. and then a child. Uh-huh. And then an adult. And then some more adults. And then some more adults. Two more adults, I think. Like, I think it was, like, older children. Yeah. Parent. Toddlers. Parent. And then grandparents is what I'm thinking. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And was, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was so strange. So, the two kids, they're toddler age kids. Yes. And every kid in there was loud. People were. It was a. It's, it was Frozen too. Yeah, it's a fucking Disney movie. It's yeah, a kids it was, movie. It's gonna be loud. No be one loud. in that theater is expecting like silence. No, we weren't. We weren't at. You know, we weren't there for a fucking Robert Altman movie. No, it's this is. It was this Disney. Is a kids movie. It's Frozen. There's so, gonna be kids talking. Right. So there's kids talking and singing and giggling. It's fine. It's that's how these kids watch a movie, and um mom is just like continually like yelling like telling her kids like shush yeah shush, she's shush, she's shushing shush, them and like shush, covering their mouths yeah. and just wanting them yeah just lots of that wanting them to be quiet and it's escalating oh yeah it's escalating as the movie goes on it's escalating and um i hate him <laughs> so much <laughs> <That was> so cool <laughs> um <laughs> 
you are garbage. You are a, you you are a possum. Go eat trash. Um, and this woman is like her voice is getting louder. She's oh, telling yeah. her kids to shut up. Yeah, she's and, starting to lose it. Oh yeah, and we were watching in real time, watching yep. an adult have a have an emotional breakdown. Yep. That peaked at what phrase? What did oh. she say? She, she told her toddler to shut the fuck up <laughs> in a movie theater. So, I mean, I don't know how many rows up oh, people could hear know. it. I don't know. But Roxy heard it plain as day. I mean, I heard it too, but Roxy heard it plain as day. And she, she leans over and whispers in my ear, she just told her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, I know. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say that. The woman then proceeds to cry. Well, yeah. So then the kid, because she, she tells him to shut the fuck up, and then she, like, smacks his butt or something. Yeah, something like that. And then finally, the grandparent, she got, she finally decides, like, okay, enough is enough. And mind you, this is at the end of the movie at this point. It's yeah. getting towards the end of the oh, movie. Yeah. Well, the grandparent takes the kid out yeah, of the, the movie. Yeah, the grandparent gets up and takes the kid out. Because she's bawling. Yes, the mom is losing it. That's when we piece together that the fucking doofus sitting beside her is her husband, who didn't do a single fucking thing the whole movie. No, nope, nothing. Nothing. Not an ounce of help. No, nope, nothing. So then you go from, this bitch is out of her mind, to... Oh no, she's alone fighting in fighting a war by herself. Yes, yeah. The kids were very young. Yes, yeah. This is a stressful situation. Yes. And her piece of shit husband. Yep. Didn't do a fucking thing to nope. help. Nothing. She's absolute piece of shit. Yeah. And there's the the lights come on after the movie, and he kind of <laughs> gives her the arm yeah. rub. Yeah, you know? he like rubs her arm, like, oh, it's okay, because she's still crying at this yeah. point. And I wanted to punch him. Yeah, yeah. But that there, that is the essence of raising children. Absolutely. You are trying to, you are trying to You're... not scream. Shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up at your kids, <laughs> because you are holding on at at. All the time, you are holding on to trying not to have a meltdown. Yep. Because you are terrified that you're fucking them up. Yep. You're terrified of failing. Yep. You're terrified of what people around you are thinking. And in all reality, a lot of parents, we get it. Oh, yeah. We, we absolutely get it. Through. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, for me, that's the that, that situation. That's the essence of raising it a child. It absolutely is. Um, it is. So yeah, um, I think that's pretty good for for a first episode. Yeah, it's a lot of chaos, and our kids were assholes during it, uh, which I expected. Um, so you know, going forward, they're probably going to have their own segment because they're going to interrupt us anyway. Oh yeah. So they can come and get their you know get the attention they think they deserve, and then we'll kick them out of the room. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, uh, in the coming weeks, we'll have social media up, so we'll make sure you know how to follow us. Uh, but if you're listening to this, uh, subscribe to our feed. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'll, we'll share all that info. But, 
yeah, this is this is week one of uh, why did we ever meet, and uh, that's it. Hey, you, is there anything you wanted to say? No. No. I love you. I love you. I'm glad we get to do this together. I'm glad we fucked all this up together. <laughs> I love my whole entire family and my boys. Good mm. girl, Roxy. <laughs> all right. Uh, until next time. Later. Bye. Bye.